This morning is going to be a fun day. All right? So we have an opportunity, basically, to see what God has been doing in people's lives in our church. All right? That's what this is. Uh, people within our church family, uh, we get to see and hear about everything that God has been doing and how he has been moving. And they are going to publicly declare their commitment to Jesus as Lord and Savior of their life. All right? And, and so this is being done through water baptism. If you have not caught on to that this morning, this massive tank that is in here is not normally here. All right? Uh, and, and I'm just excited for this. I will say, we filled this up on Friday. Yeah, Friday. And when I walked in on Saturday, I did come back and check to make sure this did not leak. Because that would be a massive issue. All right? And I walked in, and it just was humid in the building because of this pool. And it, you walk in, you just feel like a dog has licked you as you walk through the door. And, but I, as I'm sitting there thinking, oh, this feels gross, I'm also just reminded of, like, this is amazing. Like, this is so exciting what we get to do. Uh, water baptism is something that, uh, that really all Christian churches do uh, in one way or another. But uh, the how and the when of how to do baptism is kind of highly debated among churches, different things like that. Uh, but the reason that all Christian churches do water baptism is because of something that Jesus said at the very end of his time here. All right, so I want us to look at this, this passage. He gathers his closest followers, and he tells them this. He says in Matthew 28, 19, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So in other words, wherever churches are planted, wherever people find Jesus, wherever lives are changed, wherever this is happening... Water baptism should be part of that transition, part of that process in their life, part of that decision that they have made. All right, so, so what is water baptism? All right, I want to just take a few minutes before we jump into the rest of our service is going to be these baptisms. Uh, but I want us just to kind of understand this. Two things, um, and, and I think in order for us to understand what baptism is, first we want to look at what is baptism not? All right, so, so two things that water baptism is not, these will be on the screen. The first one is this, water baptism does not forgive sins. All right, it is not salvation. You are not saved by being baptized in water. Water baptism does not wash away sin. It doesn't wash away original sin or anything like that. Uh, really, we don't see anything in the Bible that points to that. All right, like well, when I read the Bible, what we see is you are saved by grace through your faith in Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. And anybody who puts their trust in him and asks for forgiveness, their sins are forgiven. And that's what we see in scripture, right? So water baptism is not about being saved or having your sins forgiven. The second thing is this, water baptism is not about joining a church or a denomination. All right, no, no one is getting baptized into our church today. Nobody that's getting baptized today is also signing on a dotted line and becoming a member or anything like that. This is what we practice is what's called believer's baptism, all right, which means this. First, a person believes for themselves in Jesus. They, they invite Jesus into their life. They make a decision, I want to live for him, and then this baptism is that sign of what is happening. So if water baptism is not salvation, it's not joining a church what is it? All right, the first thing is this. Water baptism is an outward expression of what has already happened on the inside. All right, so something has happened on the inside of every person that's getting baptized today. 
God has worked in their life. God has done something in them. And they are saying, okay, something has happened on the inside. I now want to declare that to the outside. I now want to show that to everybody else. It's a symbolic event, all right? So we take the person down under the water, and that is symbolic of them dying, basically going into a grave, and they come back up as a new person. That's what the symbolism is, that they are resurrected into a new life, a life in Jesus. All right, but baptism doesn't do those things. It is symbolic of those things, of what has already happened on the inside of a person. All right, so it doesn't forgive sins, doesn't wash away sins. That has already happened. Baptism is an outward expression of what has already happened on the inside. All right, so the second thing is this. Water baptism is going public with the decision you have made to follow Jesus. That's what this is. It is going public with what has happened. Something has happened inside. Maybe it happened in your house. Maybe it happened in your car. Maybe it happened in a church service. I don't know. But something happened, and now you are saying in front of everybody, I am declaring this publicly to everybody else that I want to follow Jesus. All right, so, and and I've actually asked each one of the people getting baptized today, I said, you know what? This is an amazing event for you to declare this to everybody else in your life. So I told each of them, I said, I want you to be praying about who you could invite uh, to be here today because they mean a lot to you. They are in your life, and you want to share this Um, incredibly important moment with them. So maybe you're here this morning because you got an invite from somebody or maybe they even just said, you don't have a choice, you're coming. All right, so maybe that's why you're here this morning. But just realize, like, it's because you are part of their life and this this is a major moment for them. They are excited about this and they want you here to be part of this. This is a powerful thing, all right? Taking a stand, going public in front of everybody, declaring, I have given my life to Jesus. So in just a minute, We are going to start this, all right? And this is what's going to happen. As Pastor Corey said, we have nine people getting baptized today. I am excited. That's amazing. We have nine people. Thank you. We have nine people getting baptized. And each of these nine people have a story of what Jesus has been doing in their life, what he has done. And I am going to share those stories. I have have talked with, with all these people, and we've kind of come up with, what has God been doing in your life? And I'm going to share that this morning, all right? And, and they're going to get in one by one, and they're going to be baptized. And they're going to go down under the water. And then Corey and Emily will, will, will bring them back up. And then here's what we need from you, all right? This is, this is where everybody in the room, this, you maybe didn't realize this, but this is crowd participation today, all right? And if it's not, then maybe you're sitting in the splash zone, and we'll just kind of, <laughs> all right? This is what happens. When they come up out of the water, this is exciting. We, we are so excited for them. We want to celebrate with them. So we need to clap. We need to cheer. We need to hoot and holler and whistle. I can't whistle. Okay, so someone else whistle twice as loud for me. All right? There we go. We have a few people that can whistle here. All right, and we are going to go nuts when people come up out of the water as we just celebrate uh, what Jesus has been doing in their life. All right? Are we ready for this? We're ready? All right. Okay, I'm going to pray. All right, would you just join me as we start this service in prayer? God, Lord, we are so thankful for what you have done in every single one of these people's lives. God, every single moment that they have lived has led to this moment. 
God, and I pray that this would just be the start of something, God, that this isn't uh, any type of goal that we have arrived and we are there now. God, we are still going to screw up. We are still going to make mistakes. But Lord, hopefully every single day we are closer and closer to you. So God, I just pray that this would be um, just a, a, a day that every one of these people would remember and would mean so much to them. God, we just ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, so, and I have some cards here, and here's why. Because I need to make sure that I don't go too long on these stories, okay? So I've tried to condense these things down, so I have cards to help me out with that. First person up, we have Susan Miller is getting baptized today. Uh, and I'm excited about this. Susan's story, Susan, you grew up in a Mennonite home, right? And, and, and you grew up going to church, uh, listening to preaching, although that preaching was done in high German, Right? And then at home you spoke Pennsylvania Dutch. And so just all these different things going on. And, um, but in this time, your dad, and I believe, let me see, when you were 13, your dad had an encounter with Jesus that just radically changed him. Radically changed him. And, and you had a front row seat as you watched what this newfound life in Jesus was doing in him. And even the, the ripples and everything it was causing in the community around you, um, and just everything that that meant to you and your family and watching his, his life uh, change. And then you said a few years later, you're sitting there and there, there was a boy that was a little bit younger than you and he had died. And you were sitting in your room and you were laying there and God spoke to you and said, Susan, what if that were you that died? And you were standing in front of me right now. What would the conversation be that we are having? Because up until this point, the, the difficulty for you, you said, was that within kind of your Mennonite background, that everything was very legalistic, very rules-oriented. It was all about you try your best, you're, you do everything that you think you can do, follow the rules, and you are hoping that everything's going to work out. And in this moment, you were just encountered with God's grace and just this truth of just the, the gift of salvation being something that you just simply say yes and it's there. And you had this just life-changing encounter, and ever since then, you've been on quite the ride as God has moved you from your place of comfort into a lot of other places that are less comfortable for you, as you are working in the county jail and, and telling people about Jesus there, and most recently, moving towards uh, be, becoming, being licensed as a pastor, and just kind of open to God, what do you have for me now? And, and this is a moment for you just to kind of... Um, just declare that, and we are so excited about all these different things. Man, it's, it's been so cool to sit down, and her story is so much longer than that. That is such a short version of it, but Susan, because of your confession of faith in Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah! Jessica. So Jessica, Jessica, you grew up, your mom brought you to church, you said, just about every Sunday, uh, but then you got confirmed, and after that, it was a little more hit and miss. It was kind of your own choice, and, and your own choice left you at home more often than not. And uh, you just kind of um, started going through this, and as a teenager, you had a friend 
that invited you to a Christian convention in the cities. You didn't really know what this was or what it was going to be all about. And you went to this convention, and while you were there, just had an amazing encounter with the Holy Spirit. Uh, as you were down at the altar and just kind of worshiping God, and this encounter that just left you um, just feeling like, wow, what was that? I want more of that. But it wasn't until years later you were married, you had kids, and you and your husband uh, kind of looked at each other and said, something is missing. Something is missing from our life. You know, we don't have everything uh, that we want. And so you started looking for a church. You were living down in Marshall at the time. You found a church home, and it just felt like home right away. But you, you said you described yourself as kind of a lukewarm Christian at this point. You were going kind of off and on and different things. Uh, until a few years later, Charlie, your husband, his, his mom had passed away, and you guys looked at moving up to this area. And you were moving to Swanville, and you had this idea of what it would look like. It'd be uh, a year or more, and you'd sell the, you know, all these different things, do this transition. And then pretty soon, things started falling in place. And it was like a two-week or one-week period where you're like, what we are moving, we are selling everything, we're moving the kids, finding a new school, all of these different things. And you said, in that moment, this lukewarm Christianity that you had was being tested, and you had to put all of your trust, all of your faith, in Jesus, that this was all going to be worked out and that you guys were going to be provided for as you did this. And you guys moved and everything just fell into place. You were provided for uh, all these different things. And, and as soon as you came here, you found this church. It was Long Prairie Assembly of God and it felt like home. And you said that your relationship with Jesus just took off in this moment. And you started serving. You were helping out with teenagers, with kids, all sorts of different things. And just ever since then, you've kind of just had your eyes on the prize, just moving forward, closer to Jesus um, in every single one of these things. Uh, and you just feel like it has made your family stronger, your marriage stronger, everything stronger uh, because of this. And, and you said that your challenge for people was, uh, if you feel unsure about anything, if you are scared or worried, that you need to just take a moment, you need to give that to God. That in the midst of feeling like you have to trust him. So, so your challenge is trust him, take a step, and allow him to guide you forward. It's amazing. I, I love, love your guys' story. So, Jessica, because of your confession of faith in Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah! All right, Melissa. So Melissa made a decision, she said, when she was uh, younger at a summer Bible camp uh, to follow Jesus. But you said, uh, you didn't really, you don't feel like you fully understood what that meant. It was kind of this moment, you made a decision and that was great, but you didn't really know what you were committing to. Uh, you continued to attend church and youth group. Uh, but never really did anything outside of church or youth group. Yeah, as we were talking, you're like, I never really prayed, never read my Bible, anything like that. It was just, it was what I did on Sunday morning, Wednesday night, and all that. And, uh, and after having your first child, you said you wanted to kind of get back involved in church, but you ended up getting really hurt by the church. And, and it was something that was incredibly difficult and put you into a new season of life. So after you spent the next 20 years living life on your own terms, you had more children, your marriage wasn't going well, had an affair, got divorced, and was just having a rough go at it. You got married again, and you wanted to go back to church, 
and find God, but life threw you some curveballs again that proved even more difficult. You had some marriage difficulties. Ultimately, Brad, your husband, ended up finding Jesus, gave his heart to the Lord, was baptized, and you guys started attending Long Prairie Assembly of God Church. Uh, and, and through everything in your life, you said that you've just seen how God has been a constant for you. In the midst of a roller coaster of a life that God has been constant, he has been there, he has provided for you. Especially over the past year, you said you've just been feeling that, um, that God just wants more of you, more of your life. That you haven't really given him all of your life up until this point. It was always like, yes God, I, I want to live for you, but it's kind of holding on to some things. And over the last few months, especially as we've been talking, you've just been feeling this overwhelming, God, I want to give you everything. I want to give you all of me. I want to give you all of my life. All right, and you said that you want to get baptized because you truly want to give every area of your life. And you want to make that declaration today as you continue to move forward and move closer to God. I'm just so excited for this. You want to be used by God by handing your life over to him. And, and I can't wait to see what that looks like as you move forward. So, Melissa, because of your confession of faith in Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come on down. I feel like I'm Bob Barker. <laughs> so Ruth, man, I've been getting to know you just over the last few months here, and it's been so much fun to see you just walk through the doors on Sundays and just the excitement you have. And uh, Ruth, you've been coming for a few months now, and, and it's just been amazing to see you and Lene just get involved and and be part of things. And you said that you wanted to get baptized because uh, you're starting a new refreshing way of living. Uh, and you want to live that life with God and you want others to know that. Right, so you said you grew up knowing Jesus, but it was in your teen years that you kind of began to walk away. Turn to a life uh, that was more filled with drugs. And, and really that's been, it's been a tough life. And you said now you are at five months sobriety. And that is amazing. <laughs> I love it. When, when, when she turned in her, her, when we were talking about the story first, and, and I, then I asked people to write it down so I can kind of go back through it, and she said, okay, on there, it said that I had two months sobriety. You need to change that. It is five months. She was very, and again this morning, she's like, you got five months, right? And I'm like, yes, we are celebrating that five months. That is amazing as you just move forward in this, and I, man, I just can't wait to see where God is going to bring you in this. You said it's been so good just living for Jesus these last few months, and then also being surrounded by people that are living for Jesus, and just that community that you have found, that there are people around you that want to see you succeed, they want to see you going after God, and that that has just meant so much to you as you have been walking this life out living for Jesus. It's amazing. It's amazing. And your challenge to anyone here today was this, that when times get hard, when you have pain or you are scared, don't run away from God, run towards him. 
Because you felt for years that in the midst of this pain, in the midst uh, of the drug abuse, that you were just running further and further from God. And now you're at a place where you're like, I'm done running from him. I'm running towards him. And the loving father that he is, is just standing there with arms wide open, ready. I love it. Ruth, because of your confession of faith in Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, Alicia. Alicia, you said that when you were younger, you had a neighbor that would bring you to church a lot. And she kind of looked out for you and would always pick you up, bring you home, different things like that. And there was a time when you were nine years old and you sat in that neighbor's car and the neighbor asked you if you wanted to give your life to Jesus and prayed a prayer with you. And you had this moment where you gave your life to Jesus. Uh, but you said it's, it's been a tough path since then. And it hasn't been easy and you've had moments and seasons of, of loss and pain and injustice in your life. And, but God has helped you remember uh, that as long as you kept your eyes on him, that everything was going to be okay. That in the midst of whatever storm you were going to walk through, if your eyes were focused on him, that he was going to help you go through any trial that you might face. And that he's just this constant in your life. He is always there. Uh, and you actually even wrote down these specific scriptures that have helped you through a lot of these times. Going back to the Bible and just the, these moments where you, you'll open up to these scriptures and, and God just speaks to you as you're walking through these seasons. And you had one story, and I, I want to share this. Uh, it was just incredibly powerful. You were a nurse, and you were caring for a young mother of three who was dying. And her kids were a year younger than yours, and you had a lot in common. You spent a lot of time talking with her. And it just was this time where you felt so connected to her, and you could see yourself in her and, and the life that was going on. And she's in the midst uh, of dying. And she would sit there, and she talked about how, uh, you guys talked about how life can be so good at times, and it can be so bad and unfair at other times. And this young mother spoke in just complete calmness and happiness and confidence and said, this isn't what I had planned, but I know everything is going to be okay. God's in control. And you talked about letting go and letting God handle our burdens, trusting him, and how hard it is to let go and how tightly we cling to our burdens. And she told you, uh, as you said your goodbye at the end of the shift, which would have been the last time that you saw her, because then she passed away after that, she said, let go and trust him. She lived a few more hours. And, and you said that you've just never forgotten what that moment has taught you. And that you just take comfort and peace in knowing God and trusting him. Uh, and you've said that his love for you is unfailing and unconditional. He's always there for you. Every trial, every triumph. Uh, he delivers you from just every trouble that you've had in life. And your challenge to everyone today was this. Let go of whatever you are trying to hold on to. And just trust God completely. Whatever it is that you're trying to hang on to and you're trying to control in your life. Just let go. Give that to God. And I think that's such an amazing challenge. Uh, for all of us to just live out every single day. It's not a one-time thing. It is every day we wake up and we let go of our things and we give them to God. It's so amazing. So Alicia, because of your confession of faith in Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
All right, and we, we had five adults getting baptized today. We have four teenagers getting baptized. We are excited about this. Addison, you can come on up. And Emily is going to be baptizing them. Emily runs our youth group here. And uh, so what's really cool is so Alicia just got baptized, and we put them kind of back to back. Now the next two are her daughters. So we have three of them getting baptized today, and we are just excited about what God is doing in this family. And I love your shirt. Sunday fun day. That's amazing. All right. So Addison, uh, it's so cool just to watch you follow the example that your mom is setting for you as well right now. And uh, you said you've been wanting to take your relationship with Jesus more seriously. You said you want to be closer to God. Uh, you've been taking steps to do that. And as you've been doing that, uh, you just feel this greater confidence in who God has created you to be. And, and living that life, walking that out, this confidence of who God created you. Uh, and, and now you want to take this step of baptism just to follow what Jesus did in his life. You want to live that out in your life as well as you just are continuing to move closer and closer to him. So you said you want your relationship with Jesus to be something, uh, I love this, that is your future and to be a lifelong thing. You know he has a plan for your life and you're excited to keep moving closer and closer to what that plan is. That's so cool. I love it. So Addison, because of your confession of faith in Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah! <laughs> All right, Brielle. Brielle's coming in here. You are the last of the family getting baptized today. Uh, and so we got to talk about baptism. Um, and I think it's so cool uh, to see you at a young age wanting to discover, again, like you were saying a lot of the same things Addison was, where you're just like, I want to find this path that God has for me. Uh, you said that you've just felt that as you've begun to live for Jesus, that just this confidence in who you are, not this like proud arrogance of like, I'm so great, but this confidence in who God made you to be, and just walking that out, living that out as something that's just been growing in you. You said there's been quite a few moments in your life uh, where you have been reaching out to God. Uh, you've been asking him just to help you with different things. But also, I love this. You said you've been reaching out to God just to thank him for what he has been doing in your life. And that's so cool that you have that at such a young age. I think we forget that so often. Right? Like we always want to reach out to God when things are tough. But to reach out to God when things are great and just thank him for what he's doing. That's amazing. And you've made the decision to follow Jesus. And after making this decision, uh, yeah, you just feel this confidence that's in you. And your challenge for people was if they are struggling to know uh, what they should do in life, to just ask God because you might be surprised at what you hear. I love it. I love it. Brielle, because of your confession of faith in Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Caleb, our lone guy today. Love it. Caleb, it's been so much fun to just watch you over the last few uh, months here. So even before I get to this card, I want to just say this. Like, Caleb has been coming to youth group for a while. Back before we took a big long break with, with COVID and everything like that, like I, every week I was like, I'm pretty sure he does not want to be here. 
He does not like any of us. He doesn't want to be here. This is not. And then we came back, and all of a sudden I'm just like, wait, is this the same kid? What happened? And there's just been this amazing change in your life. Uh, Caleb, you said, I mean, you grew up in a home where you were taught about God. You spent time going to church, but it wasn't really something that you wanted. And and you were struggling with different things. Uh, You didn't see how God could actually be part of your life. And through this, you you were struggling with pornography at the time. You just had this encounter with Jesus that has radically changed you. You've been delivered from a lot of these things you've been struggling with, delivered from pornography. And and despite going to church and youth group, um, the place you actually found and started connecting with God where this experience happened, crazy enough, was actually through TikTok. That you started finding these videos that were just challenging you, speaking to you. And it it just is amazing to hear that. Um, And you start spending your time reading the Bible, spending your time with God, praying, all these different things. uh, And you just began to realize this need that you had for a Savior. And that you needed Jesus just to change your life. Uh, And it's been amazing to watch this. Since going through this change, uh, you said that your attitude, your ability to... Control your emotions, the things that you say, how you feel, and just quite honestly, the way that you carry yourself. Like I love every Sunday, every Wednesday, Caleb comes up to me after I'm done preaching, and he just prays a blessing over me. I'm like, this is amazing. I love this. This is awesome. It's been so cool to watch just this this passion and excitement just ignite inside of you as you're just living for Jesus, and even um, going to do some. You're you're going out to Maryland this summer. Right to basically go to this thing to kind of be trained to how can I be more uh, evangelistic and share my faith and, and it's, he raised like twelve hundred dollars to do this like it's amazing to see what God's doing in your life so we are so excited to just celebrate along with you today so Caleb because of your confession of faith in Jesus Christ we baptize you in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Love it. Good job not hitting his head on that. that was, Caleb is taller. That was, I was watching that. That was good. All right, our last one this morning, Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine, uh, you grew up in a home where your parents taught you about God, uh, but you always felt like it was something that wasn't really your choice. It was, you know, you were kind of walking out what your parents uh, were, were teaching you, and uh, you felt like everyone else around you was making the choice for you. And it felt like you didn't really understand what it was all about. But you said you started going to a summer camp, and through that and through some things at church, you started to understand it better. You started to kind of, you said, get a little bit more of the head knowledge where you understand what was going on. But there still was, the word you use, a lack of spark in your life. That it was still just head knowledge. There wasn't really anything more than that. Um, And in 2019, you were at Lake Geneva, and you said the speaker was done, and everyone was kind of up front at the altar, and people were praying for each other, and this was happening. And Jasmine was was telling this story. She just kind of was going around. She was praying for people, and she wasn't really listening exactly what they needed prayer for, because she just was going to pray for them and move on to the next one. Just kind of going through the motions. And she said this girl came up to her and looked her in the eyes and said, listen. And Jasmine's response was, well, that was rude. Like, it's just kind of this, like, what, what do you mean, listen? And this girl begins to just speak to you, and the Holy Spirit is just speaking through this girl. And this girl is telling you basically your life story. 
all of your insecurities, everything you were struggling with. And, and it was this moment where you felt like she just, it felt as if she knew you your entire life. As she just began to speak these things and then just kind of pray over you. And, and just what happened was amazing. You said you felt just so in tune with God in that moment. And that ever since then, you just have not taken a step back. You are just moving forward. You have this spark. You have this passion. You have this excitement for this relationship that you have with Jesus. Uh, and, and it's just been amazing to watch uh, as you've kind of lived this out. And the, your challenge for others was this, to, to be compassionate. And you had this kind of long-worded challenge, and I loved reading through it. You said, be compassionate, not just being kind to people, but truly be compassionate and empathetic and actually understand and feel the pain that others are going through and meet them there in the midst of that pain. Be, them for, be there for them in the midst of that pain. Not just this surface level kindness, but a true compassion. One that's modeled for us by Jesus. And you want to get baptized today to show that you aren't just Christian by title, but you want to live out what it means to die to yourself and give your whole life to Jesus. I love that. I love it. All right, Jasmine, because of your confession of faith in Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Ah, I love it. And just quickly, as we close here today, I want to say just, just two things. First one is this. If you're watching this today and you're like, you know what, I, I want to do that. I want to take that step. I need to take that step in my life. You know, some of the people as we talked today, um, they said, well, you know, I, I was baptized when I was younger and I, I don't know if I should do this again or not. And, and we're not sitting here saying that you have to or anything. It really, what we believe, is that it comes down to that person. What, what do you want to do? Where, where are you feeling at this? And every one of these people said, I want to make the decision for myself. I want to stand up and say, this is my decision that I am living for Jesus and that I am going to show this to everybody else around me. Um, and I just love that. And if, if that's you, if as you're watching this today, you're like, you know what? I need to do that. You know, and this isn't a get your life figured out and cleaned up and all of that type of thing. Like, now I'm great. I'm in good standing. I'm a member of a church. That's not what baptism is. Like, when we see it in the Bible, people are like, what, Jesus? Yeah, I want Jesus. Okay, hey, there's a puddle. Can you, like, baptize me too? And it's just like this amazing, like, you know, sometimes it's that. And, and so this isn't about cleaning up your life and knowing exactly what you need to do, what you want to do. Like, this is about saying, I want to live for Jesus. And I know I'm going to make more mistakes. I know that as I try, I'm going to fail. But that's okay because I, I am living for Jesus. I'm going to try my best. I'm going to move forward in this. So if that's something that you want to do, I would encourage you on the Connect card that's in here today, just write baptism and your name on it. And you can slip it in the box out there. We'll be doing probably another baptism. Usually it's about every two or three months or something like that. Um, or if we have a bunch of people saying, I want to get baptized. So if that's something that you want to do, I'd encourage you, write that down on a card. Put that in the box. Uh, and I'll get a hold of you. We'll talk more about it. And it'll be a few months away. But uh, we're just excited about this. And, and the other thing I want to do is this. Maybe you're here today and you just got done listening to nine people and their stories of how Jesus is working in their life. 
how he is doing something in their life, how they are different because of it. And maybe as you were here this morning watching that, maybe you're sitting here and you're like, I want that. I don't even know what that is maybe, but I want that. I want something more. Like there's, there's more to this life than what I've realized. And I just feel like I've kind of exhausted everything on my own and I, and I need God. And I want to give you an opportunity this morning to do that. And, and can we do this? Can we just stand across this room? And without embarrassing anybody, trust me, I'm not, if you raise your hand, I'm not going to say, all right, get up here, we're getting in. Like, that's, that's not happening, okay? We're, we're done with baptisms this morning. We're not going to embarrass anybody, but I want to give you an opportunity. If, if that's you this morning and you're here, just nobody looking around, just kind of allowing people to, to just have this moment with them and God. If you want to give your life to Jesus this morning, would you just slip your hand up? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's the best decision that we can ever make. I love this. It's so perfect on a day when we're already celebrating this to celebrate even more. Can we do this in this room? This isn't anything magical. This is no special formula. What I want to do is I want to just kind of give us some words to say. That if we say this, if we actually mean this in our heart, this is a moment for you and God just to kind of say, God, I, I need you. I want you. And I want to give you some words to say this morning just to help you in that. This, this doesn't, the words are not magical. You could be saying your own words. If you want to do that, please do this morning. But can we just, as an entire church family, can we just repeat this together as we just kind of join together in celebration with those that are making this decision? Jesus, I give you my life. I'm done trying to do this on my own. Please just take away all my mistakes and help me to live for you for the rest of my life. Amen. Amen. Can we celebrate that this morning? Hey, it... If you made that decision, I love it. That's always, I'm okay being too quiet when people are celebrating. That, that's, that's okay. If you made that decision this morning, we want to help you just kind of take the next steps um, and, and just get resources in your hand. This is hard to do on your own. As we talked this morning, how many of the stories were, I did this, I didn't fully understand it, and it was difficult. Life was hard. That's life. Giving your life to Jesus doesn't change how difficult that is sometimes. Uh, I, I would love for you in that, in a pouch in the chairs there, there should be a card that says, uh, I want to give my life to Jesus. If you could just put your name on that. I'm just, I would love to contact you and just kind of help you walk forward in the next steps. And if you say, hey, that's fine. I have another church that I go to. That's great. That's great. I, I would love to then just kind of let your pastor know, like, this is amazing. They made this decision, and they want to walk forward with Jesus. So if you could do that, again, that's another thing you can s drop in the offering box in the uh, foyer as you're leaving today. Let's just close in prayer as we go out and enjoy our Memorial Day weekend. God, we thank you so much, Lord, that you are a God that is alive. You are a God that is moving. You are a God that is doing things in every single one of our lives. God, we just celebrate the, the baptisms that happened today and what that means. God, we celebrate those that are making a decision to follow Jesus. 
God, and we pray that for every single one of us, this would be a lifelong thing, that this would be something that, that is in our future. I love that, that is in our future. God, we just thank you for that. Be with us this weekend. God, be with us this week. Lord, let us hear your voice. Let us be challenged. Let us go after you. God, we ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for being here. You guys are dismissed.